I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily. Selected as Best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Welcome back to The Mission Daily. This is Stephanie Postles, COO and co-founder of The Mission, and I'm joined by Ian Faison, our Chief Content Officer. How's it going? What's up, Steph? Not much. How are you? It's a great day. Toasty's not itching uh, as loudly anymore. His collar is essentially, uh, it's like the two giant gongs being bonged at the same time. We have to always know where he's at, but last episode... Man, was that <laughs> distracting. Did you? Did I show you the chili video yet? No. Oh, my goodness. What's I just, chili up to these days? I just, po- well, I just posted on, on the Twitters. Actually, I don't know out. when this is airing, so this will this time this episode a little bit. But, yeah, so we just finished the video for one of our, our CIO videos for IT Visionaries. Oh, the CIO puppy roundtable yeah. type thing. Yeah. Okay, and I'll take a look. It's like, it's hysterical. Uh, Chili's a star of the show. She's um, a star. Has really good hair too. <laughs> yeah, no, she did great, and she is. It's it's really funny. Anywho, well, what are we talking about today? Today, yeah. So, what I thought would be a great topic is how to be a good interviewer or interviewee. So, for anyone who mm. doesn't know, Ian conducts. Well, he's probably conducted hundreds of interviews at this point because he hosts IT Visionaries, one of our other podcasts, and Marketing Trends. It's true, and probably some other podcasts. Who knows? You're always on them. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. Ian has a lot of experience and I've seen him grow from the very beginning where eh, maybe a little awkward at times, maybe sure. he wasn't sure what to talk about. I mean, just in life and in general. I mean, <laughs> all the above. Yeah. To, yeah, now I hear him and I'm like, wow, you are talking about a topic that I don't know if you know everything about, but you sure sound like you do and you're making the guests laugh. So if you were to say your top three tips for, we'll start with how to be a good interviewer, mm-hmm. whether you're maybe, you know, interviewing someone for a role or interviewing for a podcast or just in life, or even, you know, trying to start a new friendship up and you want some good questions asked. How do you go about interviewing someone in a way that makes them feel comfortable and a question that's not like a gotcha question from the start? Yes. Yeah, so much like in negotiation, the advantage goes to the most prepared so for every interview, like the first thing, some people go into interviews like completely unprepared and like sleuth their way about things, which is totally fine. That's a really good interview style potentially. But for me and our research team, so caveat, we have a research team, <laughs> so uh, I don't do it all myself. But our research team, we are able to, so shout out to all of our, all of our producers out there, but we can find these nuggets about people that bring them to places and things and times and events that totally bring them out of their shell. And so whether you're interviewing someone for a podcast or an interview for, I don't know, first date or something like that, whatever it is, you know, you got to get your creep on and and do your research. (laughs) That's Um, kind of a quotable, (laughs) a click to tweet from Ian. (laughs) But no, it's true because uh, you need to know all of those little things. And ultimately there's, I mean, they've lived an entire life. You don't know one, you know, one millionth of the things about them just from their LinkedIn bio or whatever it is. But you do get certain things out of that, that allow you to, to dig at areas to start to uncover questions that they don't know. So the the first thing is be prepared. Another Boy Scout. <laughs> Boy so Scout many Boy Scout yeah. references. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to be prepared. Number two is have a 
thesis before the interview, before the the thing of the type of story that you want to tell. So you've done the research and you know there's a practice at Amazon where they write the press release before they like launch the product or yep. build the product. Yeah, it's like a one pager that Jeff Bezos started requiring them to write every time. I think it was a new product idea. So anytime you wanted to pitch a new product, you had to come up with a one pager for Jeff and team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So same sort of ideas, like kind of write the headline before you before you do the episode or do the interview. And the reason for that is it allows you to kind of test assumptions throughout your conversation, but still kind of thinking of things in a in a new way. And I think that this gives you a route to go down as an interviewer where you know where you want to get to and you know that ultimately you need to extract all of these things from the conversation that the listeners would be really interested in, or if it's just yourself that you would be interested in, um, but the those little factoids and nuggets that you're not going to be able to find uh, on the internet or anything like that. So it's like, kind of like starting out with a theme and then not being really strict on an outline, but more like this is my overarching theme that I'm trying to work towards throughout the interview and then just pulling from pieces of that, but not being like a robot. Like, and tell me about your first experience doing this. Like it's more of a theme and then you kind of pull from that throughout. Yeah, totally. I mean, I would say, and our producers always laugh about this, mostly behind my back, um, but I rarely follow any of our uh, of our question scripts. I jump around all the time, go back and forth on a bunch of different things, or I'll get one question that I'll start asking, and it'll be really interesting, and I'll just kind of go down that road as far as uh, as we get to. At the beginning of every interview, I kind of I try to, I don't always do this, but I try to say, hey, in this episode or in this interview, we're going to be talking about X, Y, or Z. Um, and it kind of reinforces in the person's mind like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we're here to talk about. And then we kind of see where it goes from there. But ultimately, you know, you want to be prepared. But most of the time, you don't ask, you know, 80% of the questions you have prepped, right? You, you want to prep it all. And that's the same thing with the negotiation point in number one is that, all of the preparation that you do allows you to draw on some of those things. Yeah, and I think that's a really good thing to remember too because the worst interviews I've heard are when people are sticking to like, no, I want to ask this question, exactly this question totally. every time. And you can just tell like, you know, you've got the guests going in one way and then the person like reels them back when maybe potentially they're about to explore a really fun story but the interviewer is so focused on like, well, I had these five questions and I need to get through them. It kind of makes for a pretty bad experience. So I know that, yeah, I see that you don't do that, which is great and why it makes it really fun. You go down into really deep wormholes yeah. asking oh, man. <laughs> questions that are funny and, you know, get us somewhere fun or learn something new that maybe, you know, we wouldn't have learned if you hadn't gone down that rabbit hole. Number three, you ready? Yep. So this is a combo. Be funny, mm -hmm. but that's really hard to do. Yes. It's like super hard to do, even for a thespian like myself. It's tough. It's super tough to be funny. So if you can't be funny, like be familiar. And the first 20 minutes of your interview is going to suck every time. Yep. Like people never, I mean, I don't know the, the stats behind this. Uh, I would love to see it if someone could send it to me. It takes 20 minutes for people to warm up mm -hmm. every single time. I've like, you listen to interviews, like I, I listened to Bill Simmons when he interviewed um, like Al Pacino. And it's like, Al is like the biggest legend. Bill's interviewed thousands of people. Yeah. First 20 minutes is just like very formulaic. It's very yeah. tough. There's no opening question that you can get people on. So that's why a lot of people record the beginning of their episodes uh, at the end of an episode to get those kind of things. So if you can kind of start with something that 
they're very familiar with and get them storytelling on those sort of things. But just don't ask your, you know, super hard questions or the really thought provoking ones early on because your brain just isn't firing that way. There's a great sales tool and I forget the exact name of it, but I I think it's the ultimate pregame. Gosh. I like so, it. Yeah, it's ultimate, Sounds fun already. <laughs> ultimate pregame. It's by uh, the Advanced Selling Podcast. I, I've used this for like five years. And it's basically like an 11-minute podcast episode. And it just preps you for a sales meeting. And uh, it's really good. And basically, one of the tenets is like, you have to be present in the moment. And like, you bring every single thing with you into an interview or to a meeting or whatever. If you were listening to Green Day, if you're listening to a podcast, Green you're like, Day. I don't know, some two people <laughs> listen. Blink 182 or I something. Um, I've, I just saw Green Day was like in the news or something. Or somebody like lives next to the lead singer. I don't know, something like I that. I don't follow them as closely as you I do mean, apparently. I don't, no, oh, I don't okay. either. I was talking to someone at like a, it was like a family event the other weekend and they were like, oh yeah, he lives down the street or something. From is Green Day a one person or are you serious? <laughs> no, it's a band. Okay, so it is like a Blink One Eighty Two. Oh God, people a now Blink One Eighty Two. Now we're gonna get some some real uh, some people reaching out. RIP the mentions. Um, but yeah, so you bring all that stuff with you in an interview, and when you're when someone's coming in, you know, and they just hopped out of their lift and they come into the studio and they're sitting down and they're like, "What's going on? This is a new place," and you know, you want to have like you know their favorite drink or something. You want to have all that sort of stuff ready. But ultimately, like the small talk part is like really important, right? Yep. It, it really is. So so if you can be funny or at least familiar and talk about things that are a little bit easier to talk about, what's funny is people struggle about talking about themselves, Yeah. right? It's like, it's like you know, Lauren Vaccarello jokes all, all the time that her worst answer that she's ever given on, on the Marketing Trends podcast was, tell me about yourself, right? Yep. I hate when people ask me that. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> what to say? I just I just say that you're the uh, COO of the mission. That's just yeah, what I, I say. I appreciate that. That's a good one, I um, guess. <laughs> and Grayson's mom. That too. That's my favorite. Yeah. So th- th- those would be my those would be my three things. Okay. Well, to flip it then, because not everyone is going to be interviewing. What is the top one or two tips, or what is the best person you've ever interviewed done to make you feel comfortable? Because a lot of people are going to be on the other side of the table, maybe getting interviewed for a job, you know, a new friend at a coffee shop or on a podcast. So. What has the top one or two people done who are sticking out in your mind, who really made you feel comfortable and um, that was your favorite interview? Yeah, so I love it when people ask like what your agenda is, like ahead of the interview is like, hey, what type of stuff would you like to share? Uh, or what type of stuff is new? Or what type of stuff would you like to promote? I think that that, and I guess it's something I need to make sure I do a lot more of, but uh, I try to, but it's something that, there's something, there's some reason why they're coming on your show, or there's some reason why you're going to this interview. So for me, you know, whatever it is, I don't know, maybe we have a new podcast coming out, which we do called The Journey, which is coming to audiences soon. But there's, there's some reason why you're doing this. Maybe it's to get a job or, or whatever that thing is. So people, it makes me feel comfortable when they're like, Hey, what's the, what's like the purpose of this for you? And kind of grounds the interview. How I prep for that is I always have two to three stories or vignettes or things that especially if i'm interviewing for a job which luckily i don't have to do anymore <laughs> not um, anymore you're ours now <laughs> yeah right but 
I always have two to three vignettes that no matter what questions are asked in the interview, I will figure out a way to tell these two or three stories yep. because they are, I've done the, like all the prep, all the research to figure out like these are th two or three things that this company feels powerful about, their themes that they have, their things that show who I am as a person beyond just like the work that I've done um, that shows how I think, how I process things, how I work as a team. And so I figure out how to, how to work those things in no matter what. And, and I write them out ahead of time and I like figure out like, and I craft those stories, like actually write them as a story. Yeah. What's even better is if you just take all of those and publish them uh, yeah. on your blog or yeah. on LinkedIn or on wherever it is. So then you can actually point to those things because that's a better way. It's a passive way for people to find out how you think. But yeah, so that's uh, that's something that, that I do. And then, you know, like I said, the, the research piece is like you absolutely have to do, like get deep into the deep into their like get a couple years deep in their twitter yep. like do all that stuff like you should be like seeing everything they're posting like especially because if you're hired if you're applying for a job you should know who the person is that you're going to be working for yep. but all of that informs informs your decision then obviously you need to be authentic be yourself yep. don't try to be something you're not you know that if you're works. flipping like me like <laughs> you got to be a little flippant because that's who they're going to be working with so yep. all right so if you guys want to hear Ian becoming an amazing interviewer, check out one of our other podcasts, Marketing Trends, IT Visionaries, or anything else. He's on all of those. So go check it out and let us know if you like this episode. And don't forget, rate and review. Thank you. Thanks so much, everyone. Mission.org is a media company with a daily newsletter, network of podcasts, and brand studio designed to accelerate learning. Head to mission.org to get award-winning podcasts like The Mission Daily, The Story, IT Visionaries, Education Trends, Marketing Trends, Future of Cities, and more. Mission Studios has worked with companies like Salesforce, Twilio, and Katera to create custom media channels that drive results. Make sure to subscribe to the Mission's daily newsletter at Mission. Hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time. Org.